everyone. Welcome to Manage the Wild podcast. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Welcome back. I hope everybody had a good holiday, good Christmas, good New Year's. Hope the break for everybody was great. And if you don't believe in any of those, I just hope you had a good vacation. Um, I've been away for a little bit. Uh, God, I got the flu and it was terrible. It kicked my butt. And then I also quit caffeine. I got off a Diet Dr. Pepper. And uh, man, that's just been kicking my trash lately. Massive migraines. It was time to get off. Um, It wasn't doing anything for me. I do like the taste though, but it was time to get away. Also, my wife was nagging me. So it's another good reason to get off. Um, Today, we're going to talk about two different cougar incidences. Uh, Both ended up with the cougars being euthanized. But the outcome in how it happened are completely different. The first one was we had been getting cougar calls for months uh, about a cougar that was prowling an urban area. Uh, People would see it in their backyards, up in their trees. Uh, One guy saw it in his garage. Another one found it in his chicken coop. Cats were going missing. Little dogs were going missing. And we were unable to locate it until one morning. Uh, A couple came out to go to church, and they trapped the cougar on their front porch, and the cougar couldn't go anywhere because it was trapped. There was people all around. So finally, we got there. We got everybody uh, around the cougar, and uh, the biologist started it, and me and the wildlife specialist, I was a technician at the time, we went and released the cougar. We were told uh, what location that was predetermined by the biologist where he wanted it. And so we went and released it. So we stopped on the side of the road. Uh, There was no parking around us. So there was no way that this release site was going to be a problem. We took the cougar out. We'd reversed the drugs before but the cat was acting very weird after we released it. So we took it to the area. We pulled the cougar out of the cage, put it in an area, and we drove up, oh, about two or three miles to this parking area, and we waited. And then we came back about 45 minutes later to make sure the cougar had left the area. As we're pulling up to the spot where we parked, there is a car parked there. And we see this couple out there taking what we can only assume were engagement pictures or wedding pictures or whatever. But we pull into this area and we we don't want to frighten them, but we also notice that the cougar is still laying there. It hasn't moved. They were within uh, less than 20 yards from this cougar. And the cougar was alive, but it wasn't moving. And so we asked the couple to kindly uh, just go up to the next bend if they could take pictures or give us a half hour and we would be out of there. But they were standing next to a cougar. It scared them. They took off running. They go and jump in their car and they drive off. And we looked at the cougar, realized that there was more issues wrong with it. And so ultimately we decided to euthanize it. We ended up euthanizing it, found out after uh, everything was done that it was a kitten and basically it had been starving to death. And when we had given it some drugs because it was so 
low on energy, lacking nutrients and all of that. So depleted, the drugs had more effect on it than what the body could tolerate because it really slows down the respiratory rate and all that. So when you have starvation kicking in and then you put that drug into that animal, it really takes a toll on its body and it couldn't recover from that. Second one is uh, we've got a call that a cougar was under a deck in an urban area. Uh, multiple uh, individuals, myself, arrived. The biologist, because I was too fat, the biologist crawled under the deck and he darted the cougar. He pulled the cougar out. He put it in my truck, told me the exact location to go release it. And I went and released it. Now, the area that I was told was really far away from where we were at. It was about a two-hour drive. Um, we wanted to keep it away from the sheep and the other places. So the biologist was like, I think this will be the best location for it. So take it there. I had a uh, law enforcement officer and a family who wanted to go see the release. So I said, you can do it. This is where it's going to be. Do you still want to drive? They said, absolutely. So they all drove. We got to the area. Nobody was around. It was on the side of a highway. But that highway at the time, uh, the time of day wasn't very popular. Like a few people passing by uh, every few minutes. So it wasn't like I was worried. Uh, if I open up the door and the cougar runs out, we have no issues. That's the way it normally happens. But these two incidences, that is not what happened. On this one, I pulled the trap door and got onto the hood of my truck as I waited for the cougar to come out. But the cougar didn't come out. And so I rattled the barrel a little, and the cougar looked out, and it got out onto the tailgate, but it didn't leap from the tailgate. It started coming around the barrel, and it started coming at me. So I put the door in front of me and had it blocked, and I was going to grab a shovel and whack it. And the officer was pretty nervous, so he drew his forty-five. So he's got his forty-five, and our trucks are side by side. And uh, I take the front door and I put it against its face and I kick it really hard. And I ended up kicking the cougar out the back of the truck and it falls into the snow. And it's just kind of not really functioning really well. Now, I've been on multiple cougar releases where we've darted cougars because we were hunting them with cats or we've just darted them in areas that we didn't want to. So I know what a normal release should look like, and this was not normal. So this cougar's laying in the snow, and it's just not really moving. Uh, it'll lift its head up, and it'll try to walk. So I thought, oh, this is a problem. And we had a couple of vehicles that started to slow down, and they saw that I had a barrel trap, and they saw that I had pulled an animal so they pulled into the area where we were parked and they start filming. And then a couple of cattle trucks start coming by and they wanted to check their brakes. And so they pull in because they wanted to check their tires as they were going down a steep hill. And so we started to get more and more vehicles. And then some of these cattle trucks knew some of the ranchers and some of the ranchers knew other ranchers. And they all started calling and people started showing up. And next thing you know, we've got about 10 vehicles all in this area where this cougar uh, is not reacting very well. So uh, 
people started to get a little excited and I could tell that this cougar was not going to move or run away. We had tried multiple times. I had drug it out into the snow a little bit further just to give it time to let the drugs wear off and it wasn't doing it. So I made the call. We redarted the cougar, stuffed it back into the barrel trap and I left it as quick as possible while the officer was left to deal with the crowd. As I'm headed down the canyon, there was a place I knew that I could pull off uh, and euthanize the cougar if I had to. I wanted to get a hold of the vet and find out the scenario. So I talked to the veterinarian, asked her, what do you want me to do? She said, obviously something's wrong. We didn't give it too much drugs. We did the right amount of reversal. All of that checked out. Something's wrong with that cougar. So we euthanized the cougar. I euthanized the cougar, put it back in the barrel trap, and took it to uh, the university where they ran all their samples on it. Found out that it had been hit by a car because there was massive trauma to the shoulder, and then it had a cracked skull. And they likely believed that it had been hit by a car, and that was the problem. The two different outcomes are how crowds react within those situations. In the one situation, we had a young couple taking pictures. And as soon as we told them what they were by, they just left. And then the next situation, we didn't even talk to people, but they just started showing up. And it shows that no matter what situation you're in, no situation is going to be the same. And no crowd and no group of people are going to react the same. And so you have to be expecting that because if you're not expecting there to be problems with crowds, then you're going to find yourself in trouble. Managing people is how you manage wildlife because you have to work with the people. Keep them calm while you work with wildlife. All right, guys, have a great day. Stay wild.